Welcome back to another episode of the Hoodie and the Headband Podcast Show. I'm your co-host Bryce Warner. And I'm your co-host Tariq McDowell. Tariq, man, how was your weekend, bro? Uh, it was strange. Can't complain, you know. Just the weekend. Uh, you know, put out some eggs, made some eggs, watch some basketball. Lay some eggs, my boy. You, you I said made some eggs. I like said lay some eggs. I was like, what? Relax, bro. I said, so you, you, you a chicken now, my boy? Uh, nah. Uh, you know, watching basketball. Um, you know, it's a goat's birthday today. Y'all it can't is. See it, yo. I'm pointing at the Candace Parker jersey. Happy birthday to CP3. Parker, to the goat. Yeah, she took over. She's a goat now. If she win this year, she's for sure to go. She gets a repeat. She's, she's number one. No debate. Um, but yeah, my weekend was straight, you know. Just a regular old Easter weekend. Not nothing crazy. You know, first week in the NBA playoffs. Um, training camps for WNBA started up. Um, still free BG until it's backwards, of course. Free BG, man. Free BG. But yeah, we're getting close to the WNBA season, so it's getting exciting. How about you, bro? Um, Weekend was good. Took some time off of work. Uh, relax and just get my mind right going into spring um but um yeah so I had, a, I had a good little weekend you know took some time off like I said um got to hang out with the friends um send, send one of my friends off he's about to travel in um overseas for a couple months so uh, Got to send them off right. Um, playoffs started, like you mentioned. Training kept it started for WME, like you mentioned. Um, but yeah, and, uh, I just needed a reset, man. And thank God I was able to get that reset. Help me back. Um, back. Not moving, but just had me to have to uh, allow me to have a new perspective on things a little bit. So. Um. Yeah, I just want to get get the ball rolling with certain things. I'm not really talking like around a lot of things right now, but I don't know, man. Anyways, um, do got some basketball to talk about. A lot of a lot of basketball happened this weekend. After a little bit of a break last week, um, oh, so we could start with the playing games actually. Yeah, start with the playing games. Um. Hey, I, t- I mean, I made the tweet. Ramadan Kyrie is a problem. I forgot about that. Uh, no, you got untuck Kyrie. You got you got uh, face mask Kyrie. You got fro Kyrie. You got uh, uh, Uncle Drew. Add, add Ramadan Kyrie to the list. But uh, now nah, he he had a really good. Um, good game in the play-in against the Cavaliers last week. Um, Nets look Nets. They they look good in that game, man. Um, I mean, Cavs wasn't no no easy opponent either, though. They um, no, they gave all they had, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it just. The Nets, you know, their firepower with KD and Kyrie was just too much. 
for Cleveland. I mean, they kept it close for most of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, made a they made a run in the fourth. You know, Darius Garland did his thing. He had thirty four. Mobley had nineteen and seven. Um, Kevin Love played well off the bench. They just didn't get enough, you know, from the other supporting players. Um, and sometimes it just happens. You know, it just goes out that way. Um, and I mean, if we're just if we're being completely honest, Brooklyn as a as a team and as a like a if you put a, if you look on paper or if you just watch them play, like that's not a seven seed. They just they had a lot of you know, Kyrie not playing, Harden was getting traded, KD didn't play. Um, so there's a lot that went into them, you know, falling into the play-in spot. Uh, they weren't a play-in team. That's what, and as you can see from the two seven matchups, they're not a seven. Um, and this is not a first round matchup between Boston and Brooklyn. Um, but yeah, I mean, the game was pretty good, you know, a home game for the Nets. Um, the Cavs, you know, obviously they were seven, they were eight, they were the eight seed, so they still had a second game, regardless of whether they won or lost this game, or not regardless, but if they lost this game, they still had the second game, which they ended up having. Yep, and um, then you had uh, in the East, you had the bro, what happened to the Hornets, man? Hornets, man. Oh man, it was Hawks put it on him, man. Levin to your boy. Got ejected. Um Levin to your boy. That's that's what I'm asking. Levin to your boy, RTMB, whatever the R T B M B man. I, uh, yeah, that thing. What happened? He won max money, bro. Twelve points, four rebounds, four assists in thirty minutes. Ain't gonna cut it. I mean, he got ejected. He um fans gotta chill out. We'll get on that later, but uh, I guess fan like says something or whatever. Mal tried to throw his mouthpiece at, at the fan, but end up hitting the innocent girl that was standing in the crowd. Why can't you just say something to the person that says something to Why are you throwing mouthpieces, bro? That's that's disgusting. That is disgusting. COVID COVID is a thing, bro. It is. No, it's that's, disgusting that's for sure. Nasty, I mean, look, I don't think Mal should have reacted the way he did. And you know he shouldn't react to the way he did. And, 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 and you know. That's not a good look for somebody. That's, that's not a good look. It's going to be a lasting image until next season. And, um, but, yeah, no. Little girl got hit. And and, and I was just she like, a little okay. girl? Well, she wasn't a little girl. She, like, she was, like, in middle school, maybe. That's a little girl. Okay. Sure. <laughs> what you mean? <laughs> Like my, maybe late middle school, 11. early high school. She Everybody was she was a young all right, all right, the young the young lady. All right, young lady got hit by the mouthpiece and like the shoulder or something. It's like she barely flinched. She's like, oh, and and everybody was like, nah, she should have reacted differently, man. That's Miles Bridges. Like that's an NBA player. Get get your bag. <laughs> there was uh, it was people um posted videos of, like people overreacting and stuff. It was like, oh, this or I, I would have been, or I would have fell out of if Miles Bridges' mouthpiece would have hit me. <laughs> but now nah, I mean, he, he like um, say two forty something like that. Yeah, I mean he so, I mean, like, like him throwing it. People could, you know, people gonna, you know, overreact all the time. Yeah, I mean he, you know, he he apologized immediately after he was like, no, nah, I apologize for hitting the girl. Um, Somebody put me in contact with her, or whatever. So it, it's it's making it it seems like he's gonna make up for his um not shortcomings, but make up for his actions. 
that's that's good. That's what's up. Don't know the details on it. Um, Hornets lost. Hornets got their third spat. quarter was terrible. I mean, it was a close game up into the third. Third. Yeah. I said four. Third. They got outscored forty-two to twenty-four. Mm-hmm. Um, and they didn't really make a run in the third or in the fourth and play the defense in the fourth to try to make a run. Uh, Lamelo shot twenty-eight percent to get his twenty-five, twenty-six points. And he also took 25 shots to get those 26 points. Terry Rozier took 22 shots to get his 21. So if you're taking one more shot than your point total and it's in the 20s, you're not doing too well. Um, PJ played well. He was 7 to 10. Uh, Miles Bridges didn't, you know. None of the players that they needed to play well this game played well for Charlotte. They needed Lamelo to be Lamelo, and probably better than you know regular season Lamelo. They needed Terry Rozier to be himself. They needed Miles Bridges to be himself, and none of those came to fruition really. Um, and the Hawks were used to this type of situation, so coming out of halftime with a coach like Nate McMillan, who already talked to you know has already had taken his team to a conference finals last year when they weren't supposed to be there. Um, all you got to do is go into halftime and be like, yo, we've been here before. we played much better teams in a situation like this. Go out there and do what you're supposed to do. And they came out in the third quarter and they did exactly what they're supposed to do. Um, you know, Trey Young, he came out in the second half, played way better, had 24 points, 11 assists. DeAndre Hunter had 22. Um, Bogdanovich had 13. Kevin Herter had 13. Gallinari had 18. Capella had 15 and 17. So almost everybody that played – Major minutes gave them double figures, and if you can get that, you're going to win games most time, uh, more often than not. Um, Capella did get hurt in this game. I think it was was it this game or the next game? I can't remember. I know he got hurt in one of these. Um, I think it might have been the next game he got injured. But yeah, uh, that was all I have for. All right, and then we had. Um, then we shout out them wolves. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Yeah, we on the This is my house. This is my house. Oh, man. Oh, the boys celebrate like man. they won the championship. The I mean, they won game one, though. That's what I'm saying. They ain't. Let them boys celebrate. Do what they want, man. First time hey, they I, made, I, first time they made the playoffs in 18 years, I want to say. No. They made <laughs> They made it in 2018. No, it's not. <laughs> yes, they made it in 2018 with Jimmy, bro. <laughs> they did? Yeah. They I thought it was Rockets. like the first time in 18 years. That's why they celebrated so big. No, bro. Or was They've it the second it time? Or was it the second years. time in 18 years? It's the it, second it was... time in 18 years. Okay, that's but what only, it was. I remember I heard only 18 Cat years. Was, I remember it's 18 only somewhere. Cat was on the team in 2018. There was only one player on the team in 2018 that's still there, and that was Cat. That's Cat, yeah. Every uh, everybody else was either young, mm-hmm. hadn't made the playoffs before, or Pat Bev and Dilo. They both made the playoffs, obviously. But Nas Reed, McDaniel's, Ant, Vando, um, McLaughlin, Malik Beasley's made the playoffs before. He was with Denver. Um, you know the rest of their young players that are on their squad, Bomero and all them. They haven't, uh, they haven't made the playoffs before. 
Did they get swept? I think Pat Bev was kind of like, you know, he played, you know, he played for the Clippers. There, like a lot of a lot of his emotion was the fact that he beat the Clippers. Yeah, but like he still said it was all love. And That's the part that got me. He said it's still. And they said fuck him at the on the line. And then he's a dog over time, man. Man, F the Clippers, man. We beat them. They they sorry. They soft. Today I was asshole. like, yo, nah. Good luck. I missed home. it live. Oh, you missed it live? I missed it live and I woke up to no. the to the video, to the the um the, the Coach no. Carter video. Bro. Bro, you didn't see Stephen A reaction? <laughs> That's the Stephen same reaction I like had. You. I'm not saying Stephen A was just like you, bro. <laughs> That's the like, same reaction I, I had. He's like, they you said they did what? <laughs> they did what? Nah, I watched it on DVR and it's it. Nah. <laughs> He's like, I turned the game off. He's like, I turned the game off at the end of the game. I was like, wow. He's like, well, I guess Stephen A's not a fan of, of Inside the NBA. <laughs> Word. I was like, dang, that man ain't watched Inside the NBA. I mean, then again, ESPN be having Stephen A running around like crazy. So, so that, that man needs his rest. That is fake. But yeah, uh, all in all, I mean, the game. Cat played terribly. I can say that as a yeah. Kentucky and a big Cat fan, he played terribly. There's a lot of foul trouble. A lot of his fouls were stupid fouls. Um, D'Lo and Ant saved him. Um, hey, D'Lo was Pat Bev made some. Pat Bev made some big defensive plays late, but but D'Lo and Ant, you know, sixteen no fifty nine combined. Um, it's huge. D'Lo went crazy in the fourth. You know, hit some big buckets that they really needed. Um. You know, Reggie had 17. PG had 34, 7 and 5, three steals on his own. Um, Norman Powell had 16, but Marcus Morris only had 12. Zubox only had seven in 30 minutes. Batum had seven. Um, you know, they just need a little bit more um at the end from some players. And sometimes it just comes down to who who is the hottest player at the end or who can make the most plays at the end. And Dilo was that guy for Minnesota, and that's why they moved on. But I, I personally, like, obviously it's, it's fun to get the jokes off, but I personally, um, I agree with J.J. Redick of, like, I don't think it was, like, like I don't feel like it's, like, completely fair to, like, make fun of them for, yeah you know, celebrating. Because, like, you got to think about it, like, Ant played with them last year. They won barely any games, right? He played at Georgia. They didn't win barely any games there. So he's had two seasons of not really winning games. Um, and then you got, you know, Cat, his season, his career has been up and down. Well, not his career has been up and down. Like he's been great his whole career. His team status has been up and down. Like either they don't have no talent around him or there's talent around him and they don't want to play with him. I.e. Jimmy, i.e. Andrew Wiggins. Um, so he gets, you know, he gets one of his best friends on the team, D you know, they play better when they're together, but neither of them could stay healthy last season. So that hurt them. You bring in Patrick Beverly, who felt um, disrespected by the league as a whole and by the Clippers. Um, you bring that all together. You bring some, I mean, you you bring up, you know, Vanderbilt, who's a great defender at, at his for his size. Lee Daniel, who's a great de- defender for his size and their age as well. And then Beasley, who's a really good scorer off the bench. Um, you bring all that together and it's a bunch of young players. Oh, Lord. What does this man see? It says Ben Simmons has been cleared for contact. 
did some form for work Monday, says Steve Nash. Hey, now. That man, hey, look at him. He don't even know how to, he don't even know how to act. That man over there cheesing. <laughs> they got that man excited not to Ben Simmons trading card. This man excited about Ben Simmons playing on the squad. The second he the second he stops shooting, he gonna be pissed. Get this man off my team, just like James Harden. Oh, uh, listen. I was talking to, I was talking this about uh, I was talking about this with my dad. And he had the same he had the same um theory I had. And he was like, Yeah, Ben Simmons gonna be good because he's not gonna have the pressure to score. He's gonna facilitate. Yeah. And defend. But did he really have that in Philly? Yes. Because if you think no, nah, if you think about Who it, else was the score on Philly? Well, you got you had Tobias Harris. You had in 2019. 2019. Right, when they was playing when they played in the conference finals. No, semifinals. Was it semifinals or conference finals? When they played Toronto. What's it semifinals? That had to have been that was semifinals. Was semifinals. Yeah, it was semifinals. Because I don't think Kawhi hit the shot to go to the finals. No, no, no. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. he hit it to go to the conference finals. They played the Bucks in the conference finals. Mm-hmm. So that year they had Jimmy, Ben, Tobias, Joel. I forget who their point guard was, but I think it was all playing the point. And they had JJ Reddick. That that was day five. Ben Simmons was the least expected to score on that team, was he not? Yeah. And then that next year they decided to keep Tobias. He still had him beat. They brought in, I want to say they brought in Danny Green. That might no, he was with the Yeah, they had Danny Green last year. Um, did they bring in 20? They brought in somebody to replace Jimmy, but it wasn't like obviously it was a good one. I can't remember who it was. I don't think JJ Reddick came back that next year. But still, they still had Joel and B. They did get Seth Curry. So they they had Joel and B, and you had Tobias still. Those are two 25 point a game scores. So you really didn't – They, the thing is, we've never expected Ben Simmons to score 15 to 20 a game. It was we need you to score 12 to 14 a game and be dominant, not be passive. Yeah. That was his issue. His issue last ben year passing up layups. wasn't the fact that they need him to score 16 to 18. It was the fact that he didn't shoot the layups. He didn't want to get fouled and shoot free throws. Yeah. That's not going to change because – if, if he comes back to the Boston series, they just go foul him. And they, honestly, they don't need to because they got the players to guard him. Yeah. So, like, I mean, I don't think it changes much for this series. It gives you another facilitator. It gives you another rebounder. It might help you there. It might help you rebounding-wise. I don't think it does too much for you offensively, though. But it definitely helps you defensively if he's, you know, healthy enough to move. It helps you defensively and it helps you with rebounding. But again, like I don't think Ben Simmons was ever expected to score 20 points a game. Especially once you've seen what he was when he came into the league. Like, all right, he was able to do this at LSU. You know, he had these expectations of being LeBron, blah, blah, blah. But once you've seen him play for Philly, you're like, okay, he's not gonna be that type of guy. But then they're like, oh, well, if he doesn't play with Embiid, he can be. He's like, oh, he scored that 30 point triple double. I'm like, there's a lot of people that score 30 points in the game. That don't mean they don't do that every night. Or every other night, like Ben Simmons is not 
one of those dudes that's going to give you a 30-point triple-double every other night. It's just not going to happen. He can give you near triple-double numbers. He'll give you like 12, 10, and 11, something like that, 12, 13, and, and 10. Like He's going to give you something like that, which will help you when you got a KD and a Kyrie already on your team. But he's not giving you 25, 22, 21. It's not going to happen. It don't matter what team he plays on or who he's playing next to. But, I mean, if he's able to come back at any point in the series, that definitely is help on the defensive and rebounding. And yeah. Y'all need help on both of those. I mean, I'm not lying. I don't know why you would play that. I mean, yeah, we were as much help as needed, you know I mean? It's not like the something like the, the, the Nets get eight and alive in those apartments, but it's like bro, it was a one point game. Okay, it was one point game. It was one point. Bro, four players scored twenty on y'all. Al Horford had twenty and fifteen. Al Horford. Can we talk about the other playing game? Can we get back on top? Seventeen? Can we get back on top? Can we can we get back on top? You wanted to bring up Vince. Can we get back on topic and talk about the other playing game? All right. All right. So the next one was the Pelicans and Spurs. Pelicans and Spurs. Hey, <coughs> CJ McCollum was cooking. That's fact. He was doing his thing. Brandon Ingram was too, though. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, CJ McCollum was cooking. Brandon Ingram was cooking. Um, Jose Al- Alva- Al- Alvarado. There you go. Jose Alvarado had a good steal towards the end of the game. Yeah. Give it to CJ, you know, to cap off the win. I like his energy, man. I, I like him. He he, he he's fun like he's fun to watch. I agree. Yeah. Um but yeah. Um then you had what you had Clippers against the Pelicans afterwards. Yeah. And yeah. Pelicans won. Clippers, Pelicans. PG was Paul out with COVID. Yeah. I got something to say about that. Um, I just happened to click on something that Colin Carrot has said. I wanted to see what he said about the Boston and, and um, Boston and Brooklyn game one, uh, what his thoughts were. First, I don't know why. Now, I've never clicked on it again. But I clicked on it, listened to it. I think, okay. And then he got to the Clippers and Pelicans game. And his take – on Paul George getting COVID, one of the worst things I've ever heard in my life. What did he this say? Man quite, this man quite literally said, I have eight family members that live in my house. None of us have ever gotten COVID. What was Paul George doing to where he got COVID? Huh? What? Make it, make it seem like COVID is like a... No, you just walk around that. like... <laughs> oh, no. You was about to... Yeah, I was about to wallow. Oh my god, this man's about to say something stupid. <laughs> oh my gosh, man. This man was about to say something wild. Anyways, um the um he's trying to make it seem like COVID was like something that you just like you just carelessly get. No, people got COVID going to the grocery store. People got COVID going to church. People got COVID. COVID living. Going to the mail. Like, Pumping ass. Like, I mean, he's around a bunch any of one players. of those things in COVID. He's, a, he's around players who are around their families 
who are around other people. Like it's not, it's not just oh, who were you around? Like what were you doing? Oh, like, Paul George is not partying. That's why you got COVID. I'm saying like that. Has that's what you try to make it seem like, man. That's 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 <laughs> exactly. low. That's low. That's low. But like, I'm like, I've never, I haven't gotten COVID. My dad hasn't gotten COVID, but I have another family member who's in the house who's got COVID. So that means because they got COVID that we're supposed to get it or that they did something wrong to get it instead of just like they went to work somebody at work gave it to them doing everything they need. exactly that stuff happens so I just want to Colin Coward's a clown for that <coughs> I normally don't listen to him anyway don't know why I clicked on it <clears throat> anyway I was looking um, for DJ reaction but yeah no season McCollum yeah, B.I. Man. cooked again yeah, uh, B.I. really went off in this game, you know. Um, yeah, 36 and 6. Mm-hmm. Um, and shot it efficiently, shot 66% on 30 points. So, um, and then, bro, did you hear Charles Barkley's question to him at the end of the game? No. Also, before I say that, Reggie Jackson and Marcus Morris had 27 apiece. If they would have done that in the first playing game, they wouldn't have to play in this game. Exactly. PG could have been back they for probably game. Probably would have had PG but back. We probably able to, we were able to see playoff P, but no, we got protocol P. <laughs> I stole that from Twitter, bro. Bro, I had the article ready to go, and then this man got COVID. I was like, I can't even put it out now. Dang. I'm probably still gonna put it out, but like, I don't know when the time is. But um, yeah. So Brandon Ingram's getting interviewed and everything, and for some reason. Charles feels the need before they let him go. And, oh, I got one more question. He's like, you know what? I ain't going to ask it. I ain't, I ain't going to ask it. And obviously, you know, Shaq and Kenny, they're not right. They're going to be like, no, nah, no, nah, ask him, ask him. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. They know he's going to say something crazy. You know what this man asked him? What did he ask him? He said, you and, he said, what, uh, you and Zion definitely don't eat at the same restaurants because y'all, y'all are like two different sides of the spectrum. He like, uh, or he's like, you need to get Zion or wherever you eating at, because clearly y'all not eating at the same places. And this man, Brandon Edgar started crying, laughing, and was like, "I'm gone, man, I'm gone." I was like, "Nah, bro, there's no way." He was like, "Nah, y'all definitely eat at two different places. There ain't no way, cause look at y'all." I'm like, "Dog, you cannot look at Brandon Edgar and then look at Zion and be like, y'all not eating the same." That's crazy. Man, but no, Zion was wrong with Chuck, in the, the warm-up. Nah, he's... There's something fishy about that, bro. I don't want to be like Stephen A, because I don't want to be like, oh, my God, I can't believe he's doing this and not playing, but, like... It's something fishy. Some, I think Zion might get traded. That's all he like, what's the whole... Why Why hasn't he played? Like, was it injury, or was it that he doesn't want to be there anymore? Like, what, what's going on? I think he's getting traded. That's all he Like, is he dealing with, like, a Kawhi... <laughs> situation here like I think it's more of like a miscommunication and he doesn't want to be there like I think why wanted to be in San Antonio and then the way they handled his injury he didn't like say he wanted out because like they were all like oh I've had a I've had a, this injury before it doesn't take this long to come back from it. Yeah, oh, I remember blah. they compared it to Samano's uh injury at the time yeah. yeah yeah and he's like I'm older than him and I came back from it but I'm like that's not really how that works um, so that's why he wanted out. Um, according to Steve scary, A, man. according 
according to Stephen A, who knows everything about Zion or knows people that know Zion, Zion don't want to be there. He wants to be in New York. But man, that man, a, his sources, New York bro. Fan. We don't, we don't see how this York played fan. out with Kyrie. We don't see how, how he was talking about how he was close to Kyrie's family and about how that played out. Exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think he'll be there next year. If he is, I don't think it's going to be a smooth sale. I don't know who he would go to. I don't know who has enough assets or, you know, players of value that the Pelicans would be able to that they would feel okay giving a lot with. I mean, you're still it would be hard to give up on a 21 year old Zion, but like it's also hard to two out of the three years he's been in the league, he hasn't played more than 20 games. He didn't play a single game this year, and he played like 25 in his rookie year. Last year he played like 60 something, maybe. I mean, it was a short year, so he might have played less than that. So it's hard to be like, oh, but this is like his. What he's shown in the one season that he was able to play was he averaged 25, 26, 27. And it was efficient without, you know, having three ball yet. And then the other two years is him being overweight and being injured. Um, And we've seen that trend before. So they might just try to get ahead of it. And, like, if there is injury issues for the rest of his career, you go ahead and get rid of him for his highest potential and his highest trade value you can get when you still have CJ and Brandon Ingham there. Yep. And then you, you know, you can build around those two players and you don't know what you can get. You can get draft picks, you can get free agents or you can get trade you know, players in the trades that can help right away. Um, so we'll see how it goes this summer. I don't think he wants to be there. I don't think him and the organization has like a good, um, I don't know what the word is. I don't think they have a good like, communication system. I don't think either of them like know what they want to do. So we'll see what happens. Um, second playing, the last playing game, Atlanta and Cleveland. And Cleveland. Um, Larry Markner started out hot. I mean, he was cooking. I mean, he had 26 and 8 and 10 and 17 shooting. He had six, hit six threes. Garland had 21 and 9 through steals. And it looked like they were on their way to a victory. It looked like they was about to win. Um, mm-hmm. Jared Allen came back, you know, was able to do a little bit of things. He wasn't, be able, he wasn't able to be himself completely. Uh, only got 30 rebounds um, and one block in 35 minutes. Um, but Trey Young, Trey was Trey. I mean, he had 38 and nine assists. Um, you know, he did what he needed to do to make sure that his team. Got to the next, got to the playoffs, really. I mean, got to the next step, but the next step was playoffs. So um, he made sure his team got in, and that's what he's supposed to do as a leader, and that's the best player you see. All right, let's get to the first round. What the people are here for. So first round, first game. What was the first game? No, first game was – um. Mavs and uh, what should I call it? Mavs and yeah. Jazz. Yep. Yeah. Hey. Um, Mavs tied it up yesterday. Yes, they did. Um, big, big games for both teams. I think. I think the Jazz needed game needed to go get game one. 
knowing that Luca wasn't going to play and you don't know what his status is going to be from day to day. So I think, it, you know, obviously you need to get, you need to make sure that he's not coming back and y'all are down in the series. Like you at least want to be up like a game or tie. You don't want to be down one, down a game in the series. Um, you know, Donovan Mitchell had 32, six and six. Bogdanovich had 26, five and four. Um, Bill Bear had one shot at them with 17 rebounds. He had five points. Um, and I'm not the biggest Go Bear fan at all, which not much of a fan at all. But one shot at him for a seven foot two, seven foot three guy is a little ridiculous. No lobs. There were a lot of switches. There were definitely times in the game where I was watching. I was like, throw it to him in the post. Throw it to him in the post. Didn't throw it to him in the post. Like, does Rudy Gobert have post moves? No. Does he have great footwork in the post? No. But if Jalen Brunson is on that man in the post, am I giving it to him? Yes. If he can't score that, he need to give some of that money back. Because uh, you're 7-3, my guy. Um, uh, Jalen Brunson did his thing, 24 points, 7 rebounds, 5 assists. I was going to tweet this on Saturday. Chose not to because they were losing. But Jalen Brunson is going to be a starting point guard in this league. Deserves to be a starting point guard in this league. And he is a free agent after this um, season. So it'll be interesting to see if Dallas tries to bring him back or if he looks to get paid somewhere else, which I think he'll try to get paid somewhere else. But I think he'll give Dallas the chance to throw the money at him first. Um, but I do think he wants to be like the lead guard on the team. And he's not going to be able to do that with Luka on the team. Then uh, when he had 22 points, um, eight assists, obviously no Luka. Um, but that didn't really hurt them until late in the game. Um, just because, you know, they didn't really have, like, a rhythm of, like, who's who they're going to late in game. And uh, they kind of hurt them late. I mean, obviously, the Jazz have Donovan Mitchell they can go to. They have Bogdanovich they can go to. Conley, Jordan Clarkson. They've got about four guys they can go to late so they can trust with the ball. Um, and obviously, the Mavs can trust Dan Winnie and, and Brunson with it, but they haven't had that. Um, situation because Luca only Luca didn't get hurt until the last game of the season, so um, they didn't really have that situation of where like all right, which one of us is going to take the late shots? Where do we want it? Where do we want to get to to get our shot up? Um, so that kind of came to bite them late in the game, and that's why the Jazz took game one. Um, did you want to go from like? Game to game by day, or do you want to go series? series? Let's do series by series. All right, but um, and then last night, <clears throat> last night, um, they had, you know, obviously game two still in Dallas. Um, you know, Jalen Brunson showed out last night with a forty-one point game. Um, started out hot, stayed hot the whole game. Maxi Kleber had twenty-five points, eight of eleven uh, from three. Why on earth do you keep leaving this man open if he just keeps knocking down threes? Once he get to like four or five, stop leaving him. And why are you leaving him in the first? You can't guard Jalen Brunson one on one. You can't guard Spencer Dinwiddie one on one. It's not Luke out there. It's Jalen Brunson. It's Dorian Finney-Smith. It's Spencer Dinwiddie. Like. The perimeter defense for the Jazz is doo-doo. 
it's bad. Like Royce O'Neal is good defensively, um, but Carson, terrible. Conley is older, so he can't stay with everybody. Um, Donovan Mitchell, I would have thought by now he'd be better defensively. I just don't see it. I don't see the improvement on defense yet, which is a little upsetting because a, a player of his size, speed, athleticism, you would assume he would be one of the better defenders in the league. He's just not right now. Um, and that's why it's not just Gobert in the playoffs that struggles defensively. It's the whole team. Like, Bogdanovich isn't a great defender. Like, he's a he's a pretty good defender, but he's not going to be able to stop your best player. He's not going to be able to stop players that are quicker than him. Um, and, I mean, you gave up 41 to Brunson, and you kept leaving Cleaver open, and he gave you 25. So, you know, you're not going to win games when you're giving up that many points to two players that don't normally score that type of numbers. Um, especially with no Luke on the court. Like, how do you let him get you 40, give you 41? No idea. Not saying that Jalen Brunson can't give you 41 or shouldn't be able to, but in a playoff setting, um, you know, you're trying to go up 2-0 and go home, and if Luka doesn't play again, you're going, you, you have a chance to go up 3-0 at home. Um, instead, you give them, you give the Mavs life, and they at the very least come back for game five at their crib. Um, it's tough to know to you know give the Jazz any credit for the way they play yesterday because I mean you shouldn't have the double team Spencer Dinwiddie or Jalen Brunson in my opinion. The next one would be who played second game? Timberwolves Grizzlies. Timberwolves Grizzlies, man. Uh, this is a this is a dog fight. Literally, <laughs> you got Jaw against Ant for at least four games. Well, I'm gonna say at least five. Well, it's definitely at least five. Because I, I don't think I don't I don't think no this it this series is gonna go six. At the very least, go at the very least, go six. I feel like Tim will still uh, number one. I feel like the the uh, what you call it? Feel like the um the Grizzlies. Grizzlies. I feel like Grizzlies might win it win this next game. Um, now we are recording this before the game, so yeah. Grizzlies might win this next game, and then they might let. Oh no, let's say I feel like someone's probably gonna win win one at home. Because mm-hmm. yeah, I doubt they get another one on the road. I I see it going back to Memphis, two to two. Yeah. Because, but that it's scary for Memphis to lose game one on the road because, or at home because the Timberwolves are really good at home. They normally don't win big games on the road. They win all of their big games at home. That's why them having home court advantage versus the Clippers is huge. Um, in the playoff atmosphere in Minnesota is going to be crazy for game three and four. Um, and they're going to need. The Memphis is going to need their best game offensively and defensively um, because Minnesota's going to come out guns blazing. They can come out shooting threes. They can come out getting to the basket. They can come out with a lot of energy. And if Memphis doesn't match that energy from the start, they're getting blown off the court in game three. And they can be like, all right, we're going to win the game four. Um, I don't think they came with the same intensity um, in game one. I think, you know, the Timberwolves, they were coming off a big game, coming off a big win, feeling themselves. It was only, I think, I want to say it wasn't that long of a 
of a gap between them playing the playing game and playing um, Memphis. Um, and I feel like they, they looked at Memphis as a team that, like, yeah, they're, they're a second seed, they're a really good team, but they're a young team too. If you go punch them in the mouth, what's going to happen? Um, Jared Jackson Jr. was in a lot of, a lot of foul trouble. Um, damn near foul out at five um, for the game. Had a lot of times where he had to go sit down because of foul trouble. Um, Anthony Evers had 36.6 assists. Cat had 29 or 13. Malik Beasley had 23 off the bench. Um, McDaniels had 15 and 7 off the bench. Um, that was another big thing, um, bench points. Uh, Minnesota's bench played really well. Um, and the normal players, I mean, Tyus Jones played pretty well, but the normal players from Memphis um, that come off the bench didn't have, like, a huge effect on the game the way they normally do. Um, ja had 32 points, eight assists. Dylan Brooks had 24. Bain had 17. Brandon Clark had 13 and 12 off the bench. Um mostly because Jaron Jackson Jr. was in a lot of foul trouble and they don't play Steven Adams a whole lot of minutes. Um, and I feel like game two was a must win for Memphis. You mm-hmm. can't go back to Minnesota. You can't go back to Minnesota down too well. Um, so I think I think they'll come out with a lot more energy and a lot more, um, you know, a lot more like, all right, we got to go. We got to go get it. We got to go get it from these guys. Like, they're not going to give it to us. Like a lot of seven seeds or eight seeds would, like, a lot of ACs, like they're gonna give you, they're gonna they're gonna try, and then if they feel like, all right, this is where they, this is where they, you know, take control of the game, they'll just give up or they'll just lay down. I don't think Minnesota's gonna do that, especially if you don't force them to. If you just, you know, come out full of energy, full of intensity, you know, playing your best basketball, they'll have no choice but to, you know. Eventually, just like, all right, we'll go to the next game. We'll go to game three. But if you let them stay close the whole game, again, you, you never know what's going to happen. A couple of shots don't fall your way, and a couple of shots fall their way, and you're down 2 well going to Minnesota. So um, we'll see what happens tonight. I expect Memphis to play a lot better, play with a lot more energy. But I don't expect Memphis, uh, Minnesota to play bad tonight. So we'll see what happens. I think this is the second-best first-round series. Um, in the playoffs, so we'll see what happens. Facts. I mean, yeah, I couldn't have said it any better than myself. You pretty, you did a pretty good job breaking breaking that down. But I'm definitely looking forward to the matchups, man. Um, you know, just further seeing how these matchups play out. You got um, Jaw against Ant. You got Cat against uh, Jan Jackson. Um, that's a good young matchup, man. It's a good young matchup. Two good young teams. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you got D'Lo in there. I mean, it's a lot of fun matchups. Like Pat Bev and Ja going at it. D'Lo and and Ja, you know, going one on one, and and Ja like the the two young players that are like, you know, trying to be the faces of the league going up against each other. Um, obviously, Cat and JJJ is a good matchup. There's a lot of fun matchups. Like, there's a lot of athleticism on the court. De- uh, Desmond Bain is out there, you know, doing his thing. Dylan Brooks is out there doing his thing. It's a lot of trash talkers, a lot of hard player or hardworking players. So, um, it's a fun series, regardless of who wins and how and how many games it goes in. All right, next matchup we got um, staying in the West. No, it was uh, Raptors Sixers. Raptors Sixers. This is another. 
Well, I guess I was gonna say was another fun matchup. You know, Scotty Bonds is out, and that's one of the players I would look forward to seeing in this matchup the most. But um, yeah, I mean, I ain't gonna lie to you, man. What is it? Two all right now. Philly up. Am I not come back to Philly, bro? <laughs> It might not come back to Philly. Philly. It's gonna. There's gonna be a game where the refs, and I'm not definitely not saying that the refs are giving them a lot of calls because I don't necessarily agree with that. But there's gonna be a game where they let the Raptors play super physical with James Harden and Embiid. I think that's gonna be either game three or four, one of the games in Toronto, and I think that'll end up being a win for Philly or for Toronto. And then I think game four, like, might just come down to Toronto's crowd. Unless, you know, James Harden goes off or or Embiid goes off. Because I don't, as much as I like Tyrese Maxey and, you know, he went to Kentucky and everything, I don't see him going into Toronto and dropping 30 or dropping 28 and 10 or something like that. Um, Because that's a hostile environment and this is his first I mean, he played in the playoffs last year, so maybe he does. Maybe he does. He did play in the playoffs last year, so maybe I could see it. But I don't expect it to happen. I think if they're going to sweep, I think if they're going to sweep, then they're going to have to – it's going to have to be Embiid and Harden just completely dominating the series um, in Toronto. Um, Game one came down to Tyrese Maxey just being hot and staying hot. they pushed the lead in the second quarter and Toronto was never really, you know, really able to get a run to get closer. Um, Maxi had 38, Tyrese Harris had 20, I said Tyrese Harris, Tobias Harris had 26, 6, and 6. Um, 20, uh, Hard had 22 and 14 and then Embiid had 19 and 15. Um, Siakam had 24 and 7. OG had 20 and 7. Uh, Freddie, uh, Freddie with the Thule had 18 and 6, and then Scotty Barnes had a near triple double before he got hurt 15, 10, and 8. Um, Scotty did injure his ankle. Um, Embiid had stepped on it coming out of a spin move. Um, he was ruled out for game two pretty early. So we'll see if he plays in any of uh, any of three or four, uh, game three or four. Hopefully he does, just for the sake of um, you know, seeing the talent on the floor. Um, because you know, you know, playoffs aren't fun or matchups aren't fun if everybody's not playing. Um, it's kind of like the Nuggets and Warriors series right now. But um, Tyrese had twenty three nine and eight in game two. Embiid had thirty one and eleven. Tobias had twenty and ten. Um, Harden had fourteen six and six. OG had twenty six. Uh, Freddie with the two lead at twenty. He got hot early and then kind of tailed off. Um, Siakam had 20, 10, and 5, and Boucher had tw- uh, 17 and 8. Another slow second and third quarters um, for Toronto, and then B was just too much. And they are really struggling to guard Tyrese Maxey right now, which is good, which is confusing because Toronto is supposed to be one of the best defenses in the league, and Tyrese Maxey got whatever he wanted in the in the. First two games of the series with 38 and one, and then 23, 
23-9 and 8 in the next game. So uh, we'll see if they're able to make adjustments on Maxi and foul less. Because I know a lot of Toronto fans are like, oh, we, we haven't been fouling, we haven't been fouling. I watched the foul tracker um, this morning on the game last night, and almost every single one I saw was a foul. So, um, like, you can't continue complaining about fouls when your team plays physical and there are two players that are great at getting to the free throw line. They're going to sell the call. It's on your team. It's on your players to realize who they're playing against. Not playing against Jason Tatum, who shoots jump shots. And it's going to shoot tough jump shots. You're not playing against KD, who shoots tough jump shots. Joel B gets to the basket. He's going to get, he's going to sell the call. He's going to get foul calls. James Harden has been baiting people into fouling him since 2014. It's 2022. If you don't understand that, that's on your coach. It's not on the refs. It's not on them. And the it's rules on have changed from year to year. Team. Exactly. They've been calling less fouls this year from the start. That's why James Harden was struggling at the beginning of the year. But he figured out how to continue to get people to foul him. If you have your hand out, if you have your hand out while he's dribbling and he shoots a shot and your arm hits his hand, or if your hand hits his arm, that's a foul. He gets three free throws. You cannot complain about that. He gets to the basket and your arm is under his thing and he rolls his hand up again like he used to do. That's a foul. Like it's it's not rocket science. Like just because you feel like y'all aren't like because Siakam shoots tough shots, fadeaways, and spin moves and all this. And Freddie Van Vliet shoots threes. Gary Trent shoots threes. OG Ananobi gets to the bucket a little bit, but he's not trying to draw contact. Who on your team is driving to the basket to get fouled? Nobody. You don't see Maxi getting foul calls because he's not looking to get fouled. There's two players on their team that are looking to get fouled. And if you foul them, they're going to the free throw line. It's as simple as that. It's not, it's not rocket science. Toronto fans think the foul, that the fans are against them or the refs are against them. That's not the case. Tell your players to stop fouling. Tell your coach to make adjustments. Yep. Like y'all are too small. They're too small. You cannot play Preston two at Preston two at the five, and a, and like oh we're gonna just we're just gonna send a double team to Embiid, and hope that that works. It's not going to work. Have James, you have James Harden on the three point line. You have Tyrese Maxey on the three point line. You have Tobias Harris on the three point line. They can all make plays out of a double team. They can make plays one on one in isolation. So why would you do that? Y'all don't have you the just got to play smarter when you playing against this team. They thought they had the personnel to beat them, and they realized they haven't. They're like, oh, we're going to win this. We're going to win this in six. And you're down 2-0, and it's not looking good because you've been blown out in both games. So, anyways, the Siakam is two tiers above Bam, right? That's what I heard, at least. He's two tiers above Jalen Brown, right? That's what I heard, at least. I don't know. That's just all. I, that's what I heard, though. But I've seen Jalen Brown in Boston beat. Philly, we we gonna beat Philly in the second round. So I don't know what, I don't know, I don't know what's going on. See, I can't get down there and guard the, can't, can't get down there and guard Bam. I mean, uh, Embiid, because Bam can. Hey man, I don't know, I don't know. Maybe they'll show me something. It's, it's gonna be like two or three more games by the time we do our next pod. So we'll see, we'll see. But these first two games ain't looking too good for these Toronto fans. Might be time no. to get him up out of here. Like I said, uh, might be, I, might be. my prediction, it doesn't, it doesn't come, it doesn't come back to Philly. Jeez. 
Next game in Philly is going to be round one. I mean, not round one. Next game in Philly is going to be game one of the next year. Wait, no. No, it was Philly seeding. This is a four and five matchup, right? Game three of the next series. This is what you're trying so, to yeah. say. All right, so yeah. It's going to be, yeah, yeah, yeah. So next game in Philly is going to be game three of game. Uh, game three of the second round. Goodness gracious, I'm lost for us right there. Yeah, game three of the second um, round. Yeah. That's the next time the boys gonna play in Philly. I don't just call necessarily it disagree with you, but I'm not gonna go that far. I mean, I without Scotty, bro, at, like Yeah, I mean at the very least, I think they get one. I mean, Fred is nice. Fred is nice. Let me know. Fred is nice. Uh Siakam is cool. But I mean, there's always a game in a series where the team gets hot at home, and I think Toronto gets at least one of those games. And I think there's another game where fans and coaches and players and refs talking too much about fouls, they're going to stop calling fouls altogether. Yeah. So it might be, be, one of those it might games be a, where... a meltdown game of, of not, we'll say who, because, I mean, it's mostly people on Philly's team. I mean, it's going to be a game where meltdown. they're not getting foul calls and they're going to lose. They're going to lose it. Yeah. Um, I mean, like I Jokic feel like playing right now. You know, I could easily see, I could, I could see it in and in five, but I just don't think it will. No, but um, all right, next series. Uh, Nuggets Warriors. That man Jordan pulled some serious. No, he's tough. He's oh, nice. My bad. my bad, my bad. That boy, nice. That boy, oh. nice. I've, um, I've. He's been a player I've watched all season and, and enjoyed watching all season. And last night is a, you know, is an example of why I enjoyed watching Jordan Poole play the game of basketball. Simply because that boy is nice, man. It's like he fits so well with the Warriors, bro. That's right. He that, fits so uh, well with their style of play. Hmm? That three-guard lineup with Draymond? Steph, JP, and Clay, and then you play Wiggins out there with Dre. You got a splash. You got the Splash Brothers in in, in, in pool party. That's crazy. You got splash. You got splash triplets. What do you mean? Splash triplets. They got. They got. They got to come up with a new name, bro. They got. I mean, the Splash Brothers at the pool party right now, but I'm tired of these light skins that can shoot. All going to the Warriors, bro. Well, we can't get it in there. We Ain't all got, you white, really got the white boys. Like, all right, I'm not light skin, bro. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> you know, just a nice little cocoa. A nice little caramel. Ain't no damn light skin. Little light skin, not me. Oh, so you brown skin? Yeah. You know. All right, cool. But yeah, uh, this series is over. Um, you said series. I over. try to like look for, yeah. So I try to look for some things that like Denver could do. They just don't have enough firepower and offense to keep up, and they don't have like defenders to like really bother any of the players that Golden State has. Like Jokic can get his twenty five, ten and five, or twenty eight, ten and eight. He can get his numbers. He's gonna struggle to get those numbers. He's gonna get fouled a lot. Now, I will say this. 
there's been a lot of times where he's got foul in his hand and they just have not called it. And I think it's mostly because of Draymond's, like, what's the word? Um, what's the word for it? His reputation? His reputation has allowed him to play Jokic a lot tougher and foul him without getting the call. Mm-hmm. Because let's be honest, Jokic can cook anybody in the league. And if he – there's no way that Embiid is getting 14, 15, 16 free throws a game. And then we watch a Jokic game and he gets five. Because they, they play about the same way. Like, they both try to get in the post. They try to get, you know, they shoot outside jumpers. They take their time. Um, you know, and, be, and Jokic plays a little bit slower, but that's about it. Like, there was like four or five that you could see in the Saturday game. And last night, he was definitely getting fouled, and they just did not call it. Um, and, you know, Jokic just lost it, you know. Wasn't, wasn't having it. Which I don't, you know, I don't blame him. Like, if you're getting hacked, and they're not giving you a call, and they get down there and some ticky-tack, they get that, I'd be mad too. Um, you know, game one, JP at 30, Clay at 19, uh, Curry had 16 off the bench, Wiggs had 16 and 9. Um, and to my firepower statement, Jokic had 25, 10, and 6. Barton had 24, 6, and 5. No one else scored more than, more than 10. Only two of them scored that, and that was Monte and Bones. Everybody else scored less than um, less than me. Eight or nine. Um, and then game, and then last night, Steph had 34, JP had 29 with eight assists, and Clay had 21. Jokic had 26, 11, and four, and then no one else on his team scored more than 12. There's just not enough firepower with no Michael Porter Jr. and no Jamal Murray to even hang in this series with the healthy Steph, healthy Clay, and the healthy Dre. But yeah, um, the series is over. I don't even think the Nuggets will get one game at home. I think this will be a sweep um, unless the Warriors just go completely cold or they start calling the fouls that Jokic deserves. Um, Then I just, I don't see how. uh, I mean, they're going to have to have all the players on Denver start making their shots and the Warriors players start missing. I know that's not the greatest analysis, but that's just what's going to have to happen. And I don't see it happening. So, um, you know, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, I can easily see Warriors breaking out the brooms on them. Yeah, I mean, they might as well. There's no there's – no And I'll be on the MVP. Let me stop. All but, right. Don't do that. Don't do that. He was playing with a – I mean, if anything, this helps his case for MVP. Like, look at the team that he's been playing with all season. Like, he got this team to the playoffs. Like, Embiid, like, Embiid played with a lot of small – like, he didn't play with a bunch of stars, but he still had Tobias Harris and Tyrese Maxey beginning of the season. Giannis has Drew and Chris Middleton. So it's hard to look at, like, Oh well, they did this. Like, all right, well, all right. You can't, you can't factor winning into it this year. 
simply because if you do that, then it's easier for Jokic to win it because if you see what he's done with the players that he has, he has the he has the bar there. Like he he has a beat. He has a beat in that case. And now the beat has hard. So like, um, you know, it's hard to say like, oh, you know, they definitively deserve it over him because their team is better and their team is going to do this in the playoffs. Like, now, if he had Jamal and Michael Porter Jr. and they got swept, then I could see like, all right, you can't get us an MVP, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Jokic could have a crazy game, you know, and they end up winning the game. So we'll see what happens. All right, next series. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, you can go there. Heat Hawks. Uh, Plus the day, I feel like I, I feel like the Heat Heat got this one, man. Oh, for sure. I mean, the game tonight will show me whether or not we really want this, or if we're just gonna play around with it. If we yeah, go out, they're gonna be went them, off to Capella, bro. I mean, no disrespect to Capella, but like. Not a big deal. I mean, do they not have John Collins? They just got him back. Game one. They just got him back. Okay. I think they either got him get no, they got him back for the last playing game. Okay. I think. One of them. Either way, he's back. Um I mean, it we just gotta the for us it just depends on it just depends on how we guard Trey. Um, our offense will come. I mean, Bam and Hero shot four of sixteen combined, and we won by having them. We won by so um, those two players aren't going to shoot that poorly again in this series. Probably not in the playoffs again. So we don't got to worry about that. They got to be at their best, and we haven't even been at our best yet. And we beat them by twenty. So um, We'll see. I mean, I don't expect us to hold trade on one of 12 again and only eight points. But I don't expect him to go off to 40, 35. Um, so we'll see how, you know, we'll see how this matchup continues. It's only one game, so we can't really give a full look outlook on it. We play tonight. So after tonight, you know, obviously we'll be – this series could could be over by the time we do our pod. So. We'll see. True that, true that. Um, yeah, I ain't got nothing much to add. Shout out Duncan Robinson, though. Yeah. 27 on 8 of 9, shooting from 3. He struggled a little bit this year. You know, a lot of Heat fans are like, oh, trade him. Like, we paid him this money. Blah, blah, blah. Bro, shooters have slump. Shooters aren't always shooting, like, they're not always making six to seven threes a game. This is not going to happen. And if you're looking at Duncan Robinson like, oh, he's supposed to be making the same shots as Steph. Like, he's supposed to be making the same amount of shots. It's not going to happen. Steph is Steph. Like, Steph is different. So you can't compare shooters to Steph. It's not fair to them. But Duncan Robinson, you know, he's improved defensively. He's improved but not only taking threes. Like, if somebody forced him to take a dribble or take a dribble or two and get into the paint and shoot a shot. 
he can do that. Uh, and his hard work paid off in game one, 27 points, eight and nine shooting. Um, and then Jimmy had 21, six and four. Um, so we'll see how game two goes and we'll be able to get more analysis after that. I said we do Bulls and Bucks, Pelicans and Suns, and then come back to Net Celtics. Why are we waiting for the infinite Celtics, bro? You want to do it now? Because that would be the next game on the on the ticker. I just figured we go back, we come to them at the end. I mean, we could have started with them, but just gotta do what you, just gotta do what you you already had in mind. Um. Because I don't have much to say about these series yet. There's only been like one game for a lot of these series. Yeah, I mean, I mean the games last night were game two, but uh, that's only three series. So, um, I mean, we got to get the Bulls and Bucks out of the way. I mean, it was actually closer than most people would have thought. Um, the Bulls were up five, um, sixty-nine to sixty-four in the third, late in the third, um, and went. To the fourth, close, like really close. I can't remember if they were up or tied or what. They ended up shooting five of 24 in the fourth quarter. And they only lost by seven. So um, if they had a shot, I mean, if they had made like four more shots, they'd have won this game. Um, so their defense did its job, even though it doesn't seem like this is a team that could stop the Bucks defensively. And obviously, the, the Bucks were probably just missing some shots. But um, I mean, Levine only had 18, DeMar only had 18, and then Vucevich had 24. And nobody else on the on the Bulls really had, you know, like a crazy game um, or, you know, scored more than 15. So if they can get some help from one or two other players offensively and DeMar and Levine are the players that they're supposed to be, they have a chance to win a couple of games. And they're not going to beat them, but they have a couple of chance, uh, a couple of chances to win the game. Um, so we'll see what happens. Um, I know a lot of people are not very high on this um, series, but I don't think it, it's as cut and dry as people make it. And the Pelicans and Suns, you know, the series is pretty much a wash. Um, CP, CP had 37 and 10. Um, and then book had 25 eight assists. While Jay Crowder had, had one, 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 one. No way, did I? Yes, no, not one, 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 bro. Bro, had let's see, let's look because this is all I wanted to Tony Snell. Me, bro, had Tony one Snell point, mean. one rebound, one assist, and one block. Yeah, he just needed one steal to get that to get that uh to get that record, bro. They're gonna make that's the new Tony Snell, bro. Just one, 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 one. So he made a free throw, got one rebound, got one assist. Oh man, that's funny. Um, yeah, the CP went off in the fourth to keep the game away in New Orleans. Scored 13 and 15 in the stretch, but during the stretch on the fourth, um, they really just you know pushed the game away. Um, so yeah, that series is gonna be a wash. I don't expect the Pelicans to get a game. Um, and that's no disrespect to the Pelicans as 
that's just how good the Suns are as a team. I don't see them losing the game to the New Orleans. And now the heavyweight matchup, the best first round matchup we have in this NBA playoffs this year. Game one, the Brooklyn Nets. Kyrie, Ramadan Kyrie, as Mr. Vito likes to say. Kevin Durant, best player in the league, like Katie, uh, like Mr. Bryce likes to say, against the Boston Celtics. Um, number two seed, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, defensive player of the year, Marcus Smart, and O. Al Horford. How you feel about the game, bro? Don't we got WBA training camp to talk about? That's crazy. No, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm, fine. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm acting like this, but it's only one game, bro. I mean, Kyrie did what he had to do, bro. Kyrie dropped 39 points. Um, he he was, you know, and he was like, I'm not like it's not like the antics got away from his game. Like he had 39, like enough good 39 points. And now Katie had like what twenty three or something, but um, kind of twenty four shooting. Yeah, but I mean, everybody. I'm. I just feel like other people got to be better, man. I saw um Seth currently had like nine points. Um, I don't think Bruce Brown. Mm-hmm. So I don't. I don't know. Man. I didn't get to see much of the game. Uh, I try to see a little bit of highlights, but um, I did. I did catch the end of the game. And I was hurt. I just wanted to turn the game off and I'll watch basketball for the rest of the day. But got a got a podcast I got to do and I got to provide insight on. So I, I did watch basketball the rest of the day. Um, it did come out that it was a travel. Potatoes? Yeah. You know the little two-minute reports that they do? Yeah. Which is ridiculous and make no sense at all. They need to stop doing that. All right, they need to stop with the two minute reports. They need to do nothing. It's not like you can go back and replay those last two minutes and, and, and reverse something. Like, <laughs> this, is, this is no. This is how, how how I always felt about those doggone stupid two minute um recaps or whatever. Where you go talk about oh this is a foul, that was a foul. Yeah, we know it was a foul. How about you call or you do something about your referees that are missing these calls? Don't put it out the next day. That's 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 putting salt in the wound. Like you serious? Like you seriously just going, going, going? Come out and be like, oh, Jason Tatum travel. They ain't gonna take. They ain't gonna give us game one. They ain't gonna take his two points away. No, the game has been decided. It is one zero, Boston. This does not matter. Like it's stupid. Is genuinely stupid. <laughs> I don't get the NBA at times, bro. I really don't. <laughs> no, because nah, I bro. saw it last night, I was really mad. <laughs> like, I was like, bro, they really have to stop doing They've been doing this for the last couple years now. But they got to stop. They got to stop. They got to stop. The next month, talk about some. Oh, his foot was on the line. Oh, oh, this that that block that they didn't call as a foul is now a foul. What you gonna do about it now? Please tell me. 
Like, it makes no sense, Tariq. It makes no sense, bro. It makes no sense at all. Makes no sense whatsoever, bro. Oh, it makes no sense, bro. And this is not even just me being a Nets fan, being mad at it. No, this is how I always felt about this. This is how I always felt about it. This is how I always felt about about the two. Like, like what what sense does it make to to come out with this after the fact? Like. That's like a tragedy happened and you said, oh, thoughts and prayers. What is that doing? What is that doing? <laughs> oh, my God. That doesn't make no. up for what happened. <laughs> anyway, that man. Man. Um, oh game two is Huh? Oh. <laughs> it don't matter. They did anyway. It's like, what is what is that gonna do? Like, no, like I like like I'm being legit, bro. Like there was a all right, so there was a tweet <coughs> from like uh so remember the, the Brooklyn shooting that happened last week? Yeah. In the subway. There's a tweet that was like New York politicians send thoughts and prayers to the victims of the of the Brooklyn shooting. I'm like, what is that doing? Y'all are in position of power. Do something. NBA, you are in a position of power. Do something. You niggas played the game anyway that night. <laughs> you said what? So they played the game anyway that night. <laughs> you did. And they asked Katie about that shit at the end of the game. It's like, uh, you know, thoughts and prayers. <laughs> oh my god! Like, they had bro, that man like, trying to like. You got to clip that. I was even. I was even like, that mad. I was even that mad that we lost the way we did. I was mad, I but I wasn't like, like, I wasn't like fuming mad. Made what made me mad was that two was minute report talking about he traveled. Like every part of me wanted to make it one one wanted um the the shot not to count. Every part of me was like, no, nah, he didn't get off in time. No, nah, it's no way. It's no way. It was just too smooth how he did it. All right. They call that it, it, no, I'm not gonna say that. But <clears throat> Jason Tatum has always been smooth. <laughs> I'll say that. Jason Tatum has always been smooth with his movements. All right. Hey yo. <laughs> Listen, he 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 was on that boy nice watch like a couple years back like his first wow. couple years in the league and we had let's wow. say we had a that boy nice back then jason tan was first team of that boy nice let's say he was gonna be the captain exactly i mean he was the captain coming out i mean, I mean it's right. boy been nice he's one of my favorite players in the league but nah you gotta you gotta you gotta clip that bro they had you standing like jerry seinfeld or stan van gundy bro i swear to god when you go back to listen to this, I said Jay signed for the stand bag. No, cause dog. That really is what I sounded like, though. 
I did hear a little bit of Jerry in my voice just now. I was like, no. Nah. It don't make no sense. That was Jerry Seinfeld. But the rest of the rant, <laughs> Van Gundy. Dog, but all right, man. No, you Anyways, that, bro. Um, you got to clip that and get that rant. You get, that rant's got to be content, bro. Oh, my God. Bro. Dog, that rant has oh. got to be content. But back to the topic. Back to the topic. <laughs> Um, it's gonna be a oh, good series. Yeah. It's gonna be a good series. I feel like this series is gonna go the distance, probably. If not, it's gonna this be is a round two. This is a round two, round three matchup. Yes, this, this isn't a round one matchup. I know I've said this a bunch, and it's, it's like not. whoever they play next, bro. Like, I mean, they're probably gonna play the Bucks next. Whoever, whoever comes at the stage is probably gonna play the Bucks next. It's definitely gonna yeah. play the Bucks next. What am I saying? Yes, yeah. but. The bus gonna have they they money cut up for them like whoever comes out this series is gonna give the bucks a run for their money and they might beat the bucks. Honestly, this might be crazy to say, but I think Brooklyn or Milwaukee would rather play y'all. Oh, most definitely, most definitely. They're like, all right, just give us Brooklyn again. They, I don't think they would want to play Boston. They would want a first of all, Boston path. would be. They will want a similar path to the finals as they did last year. It would be in Boston, the first two games of the series. But they have home court advantage. They have Tatum, Jalen, Smart, Horford, possibly Rob Will by then. Rob Williams will be back by then. That's five players that can build a wall against Giannis. Now, Giannis has played a lot better against those walls the last two playoffs. I would say, like, from the playoffs last year, to the finals, to the regular season this year. He's played a lot better with teams trying to build a wall around. So maybe he's learned from that. Maybe he's learned how to beat that already. But Boston's going to make him figure it out again. Like, All right, you think you, you, know, you think you figured it out? We're going to make you beat it. Yep. We'll make you do it again. Yeah. So I think he'd much rather play y'all. I kind of want to shout out Marcus Smart <laughs> a little bit for I winning defensive player of the year. I'm glad it went. I'm look. I'm I'm glad it went to a wing player, man. I'm glad it did. It's been a minute since nah, you know a wing player win when defensive player of the year. It's been nah, a minute. You want to know something crazy? I What's saw up? somebody say, "Oh, it's, it's great that they're giving the um, they're giving the defensive player of the year to switchability and versatility." Excuse me. You mean Bam out of bio? Yeah, they didn't do that. Because Marcus Smart ain't guarding Joel Embiid. He's not guarding Nikola Jokic. Mikael Bridges is not guarding Nikola Jokic. Bam is, though. Mikael Bridges might be guarding Jason Tatum. So is Bam. He might be guarding Steph Curry. So is Bam. You know what else is funny, bro? What's up? Kyrie dropped 39 on the defensive player of the year. <laughs> you like... Ain't nobody going Kyrie with these rules. Huh? <laughs> Defensive there's, play there's of the no year got 40 dropped on his head, game one. Hey, man. Hey, man. I didn't see Kyrie get locked up by Bam before, so that's all I'm going to say. But it is what it is. My man wasn't even a finalist, bro. Not even a finalist. Yeah, no. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, this should be an entertaining series. Um. By the time you're hearing this, it'll be right before game two. Um, but NBA, I got I to gotta fix that, bro. Like, 
how they play on Sunday and then don't play again on till till Wednesday. And it's just game it's game not like they gotta two. travel, bro. It's so now your travel day is one day, like you're one day in between the games. So like when y'all go from game two to game three, you're traveling to Brooklyn. I guess because maybe it's close. Yeah, the distance isn't that far for one. You know, that's cool, but maybe it's like, maybe that's why. Maybe that's why. I was there as planning in the night. I was ready for a game two on the Tuesday, but no, I'm glad y'all not playing tonight because they would try to put us on NBA TV and I ain't having it. Well, all right, maybe because <laughs> like Saturday, Sunday schedules are are, are more flexible because and there's four games. Yeah, so one, there's four games. There's always one from, game from what like, one o'clock to ten o'clock. Yeah, so I get it. So there's always gonna be one. People got to work. There's always gonna be one game. People got to work Monday through Friday. You put a game on one o'clock on a, on a on a Tuesday afternoon. Oh well, no, you can't do that. Like, no, ain't nobody gonna be watching that. I mean, I watch it. You know, if I'm off, but like that's if I'm off. You know, yeah, the average consumer is not off at one o'clock on a Tuesday afternoon. Definitely, so I get it. It. I mean, by the time we get to the second round, and we'll have what two games a day. Yes. Yeah. That'd be fine. But. Um. Like, Ness is right there, man. They they really should have took that 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 game one, man. Can I can I say something about the last two possessions? Good. Did you watch the possession before? Like, did you watch the possession that led to Tatum getting away? Yeah, about how like they basically dribbled the clock out, had it like forced like a last minute shot. Kyrie held the ball too long, in my opinion. Kyrie held the ball too long. Finally decided to give it up to KD with like four seconds left. It should have been a and quick. Tatum was already there. He wasn't going to get up a good shot, so he put up the best shot he could. Yeah. Why are you trying to run the clock out? You're only up one. Only up one. Score. If you're up three, okay. Run the clock out. Make them make a three. Or foul them. You got to score and then make them try and score and force a bad shot out of them. Exactly. Like if you force if you a bad shot out of them, that you don't got to shoot it early. You, but if you shoot it with enough time to get, if anything, bro, you up three. If anything, they force overtime. But you got to find a quick basket. Quick basket, make them take a bad shot. That way, you know they do take a bad shot. You get some time left on the clock. You get the rebound. They foul you. Yes. Extend the game. Game over. Yeah. But, but I will KD was still KD let Jason Tatum run right behind him. That's that, another thing. KD was like stuck. Now I will say this: Jason got their ball movement on that last play was fantastic. Man, because I thought Jalen Brown was. I thought in three different times I thought Jalen Brown was going to put up a shot. I thought Marcus Smart was going to shoot the three. And then I thought he was going perfectly right on time. He hit him. He turned. Laid it up. Perfect. You couldn't have drawn it up better. No one drew that up. It just happened that way. It just happened that way. And that was it wasn't travel, according to the last minute report. <laughs> oh, Paul, man. Amy got to get rid of that, bro. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm just mad thinking about it all over again, bro. Amy got to get rid of that, bro. Chill out, man, Gundy. 
Like they gotta get rid of it. <laughs> like what justice does it serve? It doesn't serve any justice. It just makes the oh fans more mad of something that we already knew headed into it. It's ridiculous, man. I can't stand this, bro. I really can't stand this, bro. It's ridiculous, dog. It's ridiculous. It's get what the Mark Sutter say. It's getting ridiculous on a nightly basis. It's getting ridiculous. It's ridiculous, man. It's oh, ridiculous. Uh, officially it's really it's ridiculous. so ridiculous, bro. It's it's so ridiculous, it's dog. Uh, speaking of um, Nets, Celtics, I'm gonna hit Kyrie with the fine. Well, we all knew it was coming, but Kyrie was fined fifty. They find the fans. Dollars. They find the fans. Nah. I mean, I don't know what the fans were saying. I mean, I have an idea of what fans were saying. I mean, no, we, saying saw, they, they, they we saw one clip where Kyrie was told that he sucked, and he told the fans to um to 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 to, to how do I put this politely? Um, told the fans to do something that I can't really say. On air, but told the fan off. Yeah, my goodness. Like, it's, it's like I'm not recording a podcast. <laughs> Anyways, like I was saying, all right, all right, all right, let me get back to it. All right, so we saw in the club, I saw it on TikTok, Kyrie. Told that he sucked. He's like, oh, Kyrie, you suck. He's like, he told his fan to suck something. Um, pause. <laughs> he told the fan to suck something. Pause. All right, let me redo that, bro. <laughs> so, uh, Kyrie told a fan off as he's walking to the tunnel. Bam. All right, that's how, that's how we go. So, so, Kyrie told a fan off walking through the tunnel. Kyrie's seeing flicking fans off after shots, which is crazy. That boy cold, right? He out here dropping 39, flicking fans off throughout the whole way. He's like, y'all can't do nothing about it. I'm killing y'all. Hold this. And then he was like, <laughs> and then he was crying. I was like, oh, I love it. I love it. Kyrie's embracing the dark side, as he said. All that. Well, He's like, embracing the dark side. Jason Tatum to get the layup, but they, they lost by one point, bro. They're right there. They're right there. I guarantee game two is gonna be different, bro. Game two is gonna be different. How's it gonna be different? It's gonna be different because one, the Nets are gonna win, but two, it's just yeah. like all right, yeah, we was right there. You know, like I feel like. Kyrie is motivated. And I feel like Kevin Durant is also motivated as well. Like I feel like they got some extra motivation going into the game too. You know, they get one, they get one, they get the second game on the road. That builds momentum for them to, to you know, coming back to Brooklyn, coming back home. They come back home, play in front of that home crowd. All right, that's how I think the series is gonna go. All right, they win tomorrow. Well, not tomorrow. They win. This is coming out to Wednesday, so they win Wednesday, right? Game two, they win. Right, go back to Brooklyn. 
win game three, right? Game four, that's gonna be up in the air. I ain't gonna lie. I can see them winning. I can see them winning game four. See Boston winning game five, and see Brooklyn ending it in six. I said Brooklyn is ended in, in six. But but I, I say I say they win the next two games. Listen, I, I say they win the next two games. If they don't win, if they don't win game four, then they'll probably go seven. But if they win game four, it'll go six. Two, two. Hmm? It's definitely going seven if you get if it's tied two two, it's going seven. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't see it. I don't see this thing going winning five and six. No, I'm saying, I'm saying Brooklyn's going to win games two and three, right? They're going to win two and three. If they win four, it'll be over in six. I think you're underestimating the Celtics. Hmm? This ain't the Celtics from last year, man. And this ain't the Nets from last year. Cool. You got James Harden on your team. Okay, that's a good thing. It's a playoffs. <laughs> we, we all know how James Harden okay. is. Don't act like he didn't. Don't act like he didn't cook in that Boston series before he got hurt. I mean, he 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 did, but like, don't do that. He was playing really good in the playoffs. Before he he got played hurt. good. He played good until he got hurt. He played. And then he was playing on one leg. You can't say he didn't play for play with one leg too. Because he definitely played the last two games on one leg. Anyways, man, I see that's ending this in six. If not six, then definitely seven. I'll say they ended in seven. Listen, I say Nets ended in seven because they have like those, they have the, the, the closing guys, Kyrie and KD. They know how to close out series. Or they show up big in big games. Tatum no. I mean Tatum does, but like when have we seen Tatum like take over a a, a a closeout game? Um, he almost beat the Cavs this year. That game seven, he did almost. He didn't. He didn't close out. Who who they who they beat to get to the conference finals? He didn't close out Toronto in the bubble. He didn't close out Philly. In what 19 or 18? 18? But only game seven he's been in was that game seven against the Cows, wasn't it? Yeah, but they beat Philly in what 17 to get there. He didn't close them out or 18. He closed them out in 18 to get there because remember, everybody thought it was gonna be Philly and Cleveland because there was no Kyrie. Anyways, Nets and six. Oh, so when, when I like, oh, but Tatum did this. Yeah. All right. Whatever. Like I'm saying, Nets and six. That's my position. Nets and six. I don't care. Boston, Nets and six. Boston and seven. Nets and six. Uh, Nets and six. Nets and six. All right. Um, Anything else you want to add before we get off? That's all I have for the thing. We only got DPOY so far. Uh, Tyler's definitely winning six million years, so shout out to him. Coach year better be Monty Williams, or I'm definitely or or, or if if Coach year and Monty Williams, y'all hear another rant next week. Uh, if they give it to Spud, then they hear a rant. You said what? 
If they give it to Spo, I bet not hear no rant. Might still get a rant, but anyways. I said Mike. Devin Booker missed 26 games this year? At the same time that Chris Paul missed 25 games this year? No. No, who did? Bam and Jimmy. You know who was still in the first, who was still at the first seat? The Miami Heat. All right, I'll catch us next week, man. Um, <laughs> Tariq is making too much sense right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm playing. I mean, it's going to money. You know, they'll never give us nothing. Um, surprised my boy was even the finals. But they ain't trying to give it to, like, Minnesota or something. If Cleveland would have won some more games, they'd try to give it to bigger staff. You know how it is. You know how it be. They don't want to give nothing to the Heat. Unless LeBron on the team, you know. Because uh, D-Way should have been MVP in 09. Didn't get that because you know records and now records don't matter when it comes to MVPs. So go back to 09 and give D Wade his because he more than deserved it that year. He's the best player in the league that year. Don't care what nobody got to say. Go look at his team. Go look where he had them in the playoffs. Anyways, bam, snubbed again. He's been snubbed multiple years. We got Tyler, better be six man of the year. And how come every year they say, oh, Spoh's the best coach, but he don't win coach of the year? He's either overachieving or he's right where they're supposed to be. And none of – who picked us to be the first seed this year? Definitely not us. We didn't pick that. Nobody on TV did. So why is he not being rewarded for being a first seed when Phoenix was just a two seed last year? Oh no. Uh, man, Jimmy was getting jokes all summer. Tyler Hero was getting jokes all summer. Bam can't shoot. We paid Duncan a bunch of money. Kyle Lowry's old. First seed. PJ Tucker doesn't matter. He can't shoot corner threes. Marquise Morris doesn't matter. Victor Oladipo's washed. First seed. Doesn't matter. They're supposed it's supposed to happen. But Monty Williams took a team that already went to the finals last year. Back to the final or Back to a first seed, and he gets coach of the year because of that. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. People, everyone had Phoenix either one or two. Did they see him winning 60 games? Maybe. Not everybody did, but maybe. a lot of people did. Nobody had us in the top three or four. <laughs> but when we get to the first seed, it's like, oh, that was supposed to happen. Anyways, all right. Um, WNBA side the training camps. Um, but can you? Why is he so wild? Told him I was recording my podcast, but he's never done this before. He's never done this before. That's why I took him, bro. Anyways, um, catch us next week. We'll be back with another episode. Um, 
maybe some first round series will be over by next week. Some will probably be still going on. Um, you might be seeing Ben Simmons back. You might not. That would be crazy. Make your season debut in the dang on playoffs. I mean, maybe. I guess. I don't know, man. I, I at this point, I don't even know anymore, bro. No, I saw your face. You was excited. You know. Hmm? So, no, I saw your face. You was excited. I was. Hmm? Look, all I had to say was you, excited. I was. But, uh, yeah, just catch us next week, man. We'll be back with another episode. Um, follow us on Twitter. Shout us out on Twitter. Uh, hopefully we'll be uh, look out for more content for from us you know more written content as WMEA season um, you know gets near and near we'll definitely have some more WMEA content as well um, yeah so just catch us next week man you know to find us What? You, I don't know if you seen it. Dick Vitale's rant on the transfer portal, and I'm gonna just say it like this: old white men just don't get it. They don't. They just don't. They, they don't. They just don't get it, bro. Man, like, college. They all right. So this is a whole can, different topic. This is a whole different subject. We could we could do a whole other podcast on. But I just like how college is geared. Has been not geared, but has like been more player-centered the last couple of years. Letting players transfer wherever and, and letting players earn money. Look, the NCAA, had, the NCAA has had a slave mentality for a long time. You should be grateful. You're getting college education. You're getting this. You're getting this. My coach is getting $9 million a year to coach us to play basketball, to play football, to run track, to swim to hit a softball, to hit a baseball. But the moment, the moment that, oh, no, I don't know, a player that was promised that they would play doesn't play for two seasons, decides that, oh, I want to go play somewhere so that I can go play pro ball. Nah, that's not cool because you don't got a loyalty. But also the coach that brought you in left a year ago. But that's okay. That's fair because, you know, they're getting paid to do it. They can leave the money on the table, get paid, or have to have a payout to go play, to go coach at another school that's better than the school that you're at, but you can't go play at a, a better school. You can't play at a school that's going to give you more minutes and give you more opportunity. Come on now. Old white men just don't get it, bro. I'm telling you. It's crazy. Should some players stick it out? Maybe. But you don't know what every situation is. There are coaches that say, hey, you should probably, you don't think Don Staley told Sonia Rivers that she should probably transfer? There's three more players, two more, three more top recruits coming in next year. And every player on South Carolina team besides Destiny Henderson came back. But Sonia Rivers should stay and not play? She's a top five recruit. Why would she do that? But nah, sit down there, sit there, stick it out. Don't make it to the WNBA because you didn't play. So then when people were like, oh, like, oh, you played at South Carolina, right? Oh, you you didn't do nothing. You was trash. Oh, you played at this school, right? Oh, you didn't play. Javon Quinterly. We was at Villanova. Oh, what happened to Jelly Fair? He ain't even nice. Because he ain't get to play. Yeah, Alabama, now he cooking. 
Come on, man. What are we doing? I'm tired of this narrative, bro. These coaches can go wherever, get paid whatever, and then as soon as a player get paid, oh, no, we don't like what college football is coming. We don't like what college basketball is coming. They quit. You quit. Lincoln Riley lost to Oklahoma, brought in a bunch of recruits, took off the USC overnight. Brian Kelly left Notre Dame, went to LSU overnight. Literally. But a player did that. You let the season finish. You don't have no loyalty. Huh? Loyalty to what? Exactly. Come on, bro. I'm so tired of this, man. Nick Vitale is cool. He's cool people. He's an old dude. He's cool. No, you're wrong. It's not what it is. It's not the 1960s no more, bro. There's no loyalty in this. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's not the 1960s, bro. Come on, man. I'm so tired of this narrative, bro. Of players should be grateful. Why the coach not grateful? They got to go somewhere else every year to get more money, to get a bigger opportunity. But the players can't. Fuck out of here, man. I'm so tired of this, man. It's ridiculous. I'm so tired of this narrative, man. It's just... It's so bogus. No, I like, it's always It's always the old white dudes that get on there and say something stupid about the transfer portal. Like, what are you talking about? Oh, man. Yeah. But anyways, um, where are you at next week? Yeah, more playoffs. Uh, don't know when the WNBA preseason starts. I have to look that up. Um, we probably won't be able to watch the games anyway. Since last week, last year they didn't put not a single preseason game available to watch on League Pass or TV or anything. So we just gotta wait until day one of the WNBA season to watch them play at all. Um, so yeah, I mean, we got more playoffs talk. Um, hopefully, no injuries, maybe. Some, you know, some, I'm gonna say maybe some releases, but maybe we'll know what final rosters will look like that next week. Um, so yeah, we'll see. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but, um, but all right. Uh, for the hoodie and headband, I'm gonna cut, let me let me get some more energy, my voice. Cause I I am tired, bro. Let me not show I'm tired. <clears throat> yup, so for the hoodie and the headband, I'm your fellow Bryce Warner. Signing out. I'm your fellow Stephen Dowell. Signing up. Peace, love, and positivity, y'all. See you next week. Appreciate y'all.